are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. See, words carry images, images of life, images of health, images of death, images of destruction. Words produce images. See, I can talk faith to you and cause faith to come to you. Or I can stand up here and talk fear and doubt and unbelief and all the bad things in the world. You go away depressed. See, I transmit that with my words. You transmit the same spirit that you're operating in. That's why it's dangerous to sit under teachers that you know that are teaching error. You may say, well, they got a little error in there, but you know, a little error here, and you eat the hay and spit out the sticks. It transmits a spirit. Be careful what you said. Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Spirits are transmitted by words and by setting under teaching. Now, here's a woman that is proclaiming she's giving life to that covenant. She's activating the seed. That covenant is the incorruptible seed of God's Word, and she is speaking. She has faith as a seed, and she's planting that seed. Now she got healed. Thank God. <laughs> then you know the story. She told them all the truth. That's how they found out that she'd been that way for 12 years and got worse, spent all of her money. Now here's Jairus. He's standing around there waiting for Jesus to get through with this woman. See, talking to her, having a testimony service. And here, you know, down at his house, his little daughter's about dead. And here comes a runner and says, Don't trouble the master anymore. Your little daughter's already dead. The servant came and told him that. Now, the words of Jesus with the wisdom of God. Jesus turned to Jairus and he said, Fear not, only believe. Fear not and believe. Two things, he said. Don't let fear come and believe. Now, what is he going to believe? Is he going to believe what the runner came told him? No, that's not what Jesus is referring to. You know what Jesus is referring to? Believe what you said to me back there, a mile or so back down the road or however long it was. Believe what you established back there. See, now faith was high when he said that to Jesus because he'd probably just come out of Jesus' teaching there and his faith was high. And he said, man, if you just come lay your hands on my little daughter that she may be healed, she'll live. His faith was high. How many of you know that your faith don't always stay at the same level? Oh, it'd be good if we had it always up there, but it's not there all the time. Especially if you get out of the Word a while and have some problems come along, you get to dealing with carnal things and situations that's just not particularly very spiritual, but they have to be dealt with at times. And uh, you neglect the Word of God, your Word level gets low. And you get in a bad situation where, you know, it looks like things is worse, and you just want to say, Dear God, it's too late now, you know. And, and Jairus could have said that very easily. If you hadn't stopped and healed that Baptist lady, you'd got there in time to get my daughter healed. He could have gotten strife very easily over that situation. But Jesus told him, fear not, only believe. Do two things. Stop fear and believe. Now, what's he telling Jairus to do? Let's analyze it. 
if you had faith as a seed, you would say. Now, evidently, he had faith as a seed when he came to Jesus. And he said, My little daughter shall live. When you lay your hands on her, she'll live. Now, Jesus said, Bleed it. It's not the time to start making faith confessions. Boy, I mean, the chips are down now. If he goes to making any statement at all, he's probably going to get in strife about this deal. So it's not the time to start trying to build his faith. He better just rest in the faith that he released back there before the bad news came. Now see, this is where people make a bad mistake. And we've all done it. But we learn. You make a serious mistake when you try to conjure up some faith in a bad situation when your faith is a low ebb. I mean, when you've already established something, let me explain that a little better. When you've already established something with a decree on the Word of God. See, Job said, Decree a thing, and it shall be established to you, and light shall shine upon thy path. So you see, when you've decreed a thing to be so according to the Word of God and established that thing, then when the bad situation, bad news comes, and you've got into a situation where you're not in the highest level of faith as you were when you'd established the decree or the decision, it's not time to start trying to cause faith to come. Rest in the faith you've already established. See, you had faith as a seed when you said it. Don't try to go back and plant it over. Don't dig it up and plant it over. Because as soon as you dig it up and try to plant it over in the lower ebb of faith, you're probably going to get in fear. Because a lot of people try to make faith confessions. They end up being fear confessions. Don't go out like one individual did every time you get in the car. Start saying, there's no 18-wheeler going to run over this car. I proclaim it in the name of Jesus. There's no freight train going to run over this car. <laughs> My daughter said to the lady, said, you know, said, if you quit mentioning those things, the devil wouldn't think half of them. It was a confession of fear. Now, she didn't have to go that route. Just simply believe the Word of God, establish some things, and believe it. Don't have to go through that every time. But confess these things until you do believe it and establish them. Now, here's the situation. He had faith as a seed. He planted it. Now, he's got a chance to dig it up. What's he going to believe? Jesus said, don't fear, just believe. You know what Jairus said? Let me read you what Jairus said. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> he didn't say a word. <laughs> and I'll tell you something. You will win more battles. You will gain more victory. Especially when... Your word level's not high, or you're not at a high point of faith, if you'll just rest in what you establish instead of trying to say something at that point. Leave what you said, let it stay said. Let's say it that way. See, don't say something, then unsay it. So Jesus is telling him, you had faith as a seed, now don't change that. Because, you see, that word's living. That word that he spoke back over there before they went down toward his house, before the woman came along, that word was alive. It was living because of his faith in it. See, he had heard the things that Jesus said. He had seen Jesus heal the sick. He had heard Jesus teach. 
So he had spoken words that were living. They were alive. Now, he can put death to those words right here in this situation. He could said, well, I knew it's too good to be true. I knew he'd fool around and my daughter would die. See, that'd have been death to the words. He could have dug that whole thing up right there. Jesus said, don't do it. Don't fear. Just believe. Only believe. Don't do anything else but believe. Don't get in fear. You see, that was all encompassed in that one thing. If you believe, you're not going to fear. So there's only one thing he was to do. Just believe. See, believing gives life to the seed. The seed has been planted. Feed that thing life. Don't feed it death. See, when you make a faith statement, when you proclaim some things, plant some seeds of God's promise and declare it and decree it, when your faith is high, rest on that. Now, don't let your faith get on the low ebb. I'm not telling you to just let it go up and down, but there are situations and times where the, the devil try to catch you in a weak moment and get you to disbelieve or dig up the seed. Don't do it. So you know the story that Jairus just went right on down to his house just like nothing had ever happened, and the bad news had come. But when he got there, it happened just like he said. Jesus went in. He put all of them out, run them all out. Went in there and took the little girl by the hands and said, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And she got up. <laughs> and he delivered them alive. You know why? Because he had faith as a seed. Now, you see, we're not talking about that just works in life and death situation. It works in every situation in your life work in the financial level. It'll work on the family level. It'll work in a marriage level. It's God's Word. Now, see, God's Word is the seed. It's a living seed. It is incorruptible. You can't do anything that'll corrupt the promise of God. But now, the way you handle that promise can cause it to not produce for you if you don't do anything with the promise. It's not going to produce for you. It's not going to happen just because it's in the Bible. Or the way you handle the seed, you can cause it to fail. You know, if a farmer had incorruptible seed, if he never did plant it, he still wouldn't reap a harvest. <laughs> so, you see, we've got a part to do. And I'm kind of sorry that I got on your toes and you all need shoe shines now, but it'll be good for you. Because, you see, I've been there too. And this is not something that just comes natural. You have to go upstream to get this. Any old dead fish can float downstream, but it takes a live one to go upstream. So make up your mind to go upstream. Speak the good things. Feed life to the promises of God and watch them grow in your life. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7211. That's 7211, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, when we talk about keeping ourselves from the wicked one, the Bible tells us to do it. You know, Jesus overcame the world, the flesh, and the devil. He defeated Satan. First John, the fifth chapter said, whosoever believeth that Jesus is a Christ is born of God. Well, that's the first step in overcoming the world, the flesh, and the devil is to be born of God. 
Verse 4 says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Now, the word even there is added by the translator. It is our faith that causes us to be overcomers. We overcome the world. Then in verse 18, John says, We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Now, I want to read that again. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. That means he does not practice sin. Doesn't mean he doesn't make mistakes. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Well, now, you know, most of the time people say, well, I know that's in the Bible, but now here's how it happened to me. Well, you cast out the word in favor experience. You need this CD offer number 7211. That's 7211, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.